0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. In the past month, the leadership team of St. Hagop Armenian Church has been busy writing personal letters at our professional, young professionals gathering that we have every month. Our outreach chair, Grace, passed around Thanksgiving cards around the table to sign and send to our homebound parishioners. And at the very same time in my office that week, all week, I was doing the same, writing personal letters of appreciation to as many of our stewards as I could. We take the time for this at church because there's something powerful, even sacramental perhaps, about a handwritten letter. It can capture and deepen intimate bonds Between people, there is spirit involved here, which is why I get into the spirit of writing to parishioners myself by first rereading letters I have received from parishioners and kept. I have a drawer full of letters, and maybe you do too, that I can't bear to throw away because of the spirit of love and gratitude that is captured within them and maybe it won't be surprising for you to learn that our church the worldwide christian church also has a drawer full of letters that it can't bear to throw away and it forms a large section of our bible these 2000-year-old letters which we reread every week captures this relational and applied spirit of our faith this living bond between god and his people which is captured so well in letters. But before we get to our church's special letters, let's say a few words about why handwritten letters are unique in themselves. Letters are very intimate forms of communication. Sometimes I read old letters from previous generations, 18th, 19th century, when people actually knew how to write letters, and I'm deeply moved by both the thought and the heart which pours through them. Nowadays our communication is much much different. It's instant, it's efficient, and usually it's very technical. I'll meet you in the far parking lot behind the office at 7 p.m. emoji emoji. But digital communication isn't conducive to communicating in depth. I've never gotten a text expressing this excerpt from a real handwritten letter that I received. The person wrote, I still remember the day 10 years ago when you helped me when I least expected it, but most needed it. And for this, I am most grateful to you and to our entire church, our brothers and sisters. I've rarely gotten an email or a text like that, which is why I've deleted 100,000 of them, but will probably hold on to my drawer full of letters forever. We read from the church's drawer full of intimate letters today. We read from Uh, 2,000 years after they were written. We still reread and cherish these letters every Sunday. And like all good letters, they remind us of the bond of love between faithful members of our church and God through Christ. But beyond this, these holy letters remind us of two aspects of our faith, crucial ones, that our faith takes place between people, not alone, and that our faith has to be applied to be real. Let's look at that. Today's letter from the Paul to the Christians in Philippi is a great example. It's very hard to excerpt this letter. You really should read the whole thing to get its sense of love and joy of this community united in faith and it begins like this. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, Writing to the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, Grace to you, and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel with me from the first day until now. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. As Paul goes on, his writings aren't disembodied teachings uh, that stand alone like commandments. They're letters between living people, heart to heart, from a community who cares deeply for each other. Paul's letters always show us real-life church Christianity, warts and all, where God uses each one of us to challenge and encourage each other in faith. He writes all the time about being wronged by someone in the community and forgiving them. He writes all the time about someone who, who he has wrongs and how he has been forgiven. In a word, Paul's letters capture communities that are growing up, maturing in their faith including the growing pains that always come with growth, which need constant forgiveness and patience and sacrifice so that we mature together into Christians and Christian fellowship. That's the quality of long-suffering love that comes through all of Paul's letters to the Philippians and make them so powerful to us. And even more powerful is from where Paul was writing his letters. He was writing this letter, from jail. He was imprisoned for practicing his faith and expecting he would lose his life, but following the path of our Lord, Paul doesn't just talk about sacrifice and love in the face of evil. He lives it, and he shares it through his letters. May we live such lives and write such letters of long-suffering faith for each other. May our faith be relational and intimate, applying the ideals of our faith in real life, even as it requires sacrifice to do so. And may we model our lives after the wonderful words of Mother Teresa, who said, I am a little pencil in the hand of a writing God who is sending a love letter to the world. Those are handwritten letters of our lives and they'll be kept in a special place by God and never, ever tossed aside, now and always, and unto the ages of ages. Amen.